Welcome to Geek Show Arcade. Yeah. Hey, hey everyone. Da, 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 da. This is Geek Show Arcade, where we talk about video games and video game related things. Let's introduce our panelists, kicking it off with, after he's done coughing, Lando. Hey, it's me. It's Lando. I'm sick still. In the last five minutes, you haven't gotten better? Well, for them, it's two days. <laughs> oh, that's true. A little Tony, little the, the magic of, of... Don't ruin the magic of the podcast. A little peek behind the curtain there, huh? Don't get scared. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Uh, Owen. Hey, check me out on Twitter. At TechNoan. All right. Jaron. Hi, I'm Jaron. You can follow me on the social media network, formerly known as Twitter, at Jaron... And we got a host. His name's Tony. Hey, He's right there. Look at that. Good pointing this week, Jaron. Well done. Thank you. Check me out on uh, Twitter XX Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Blue Sky at Quad T or on Geek Show Podcast. Okay. This, you know what? Do we have any emails? Owen. Owen. Okay. Stop pointing at each other, you weirdos. Do we have any emails? Don't touch yes, the we tips. Do. Don't. <laughs> we just touched the tips. Don't touch tips. Oh. <laughs> I liked I liked watching. I gotta say, not surprised. Um, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Got an email from Argos Spurton. He says, "What's up, my fellow gamers? Argos Spurton here Hello. again with an update on Cyberpunk. First of all, thanks for the recommendations on my last email, and I found that the new GPU driver did the trick in resolving my issue on frames nice. per second, and I've nice. been enjoying the game." Your recommendations regarding my CPU sent me down a rabbit hole over the subsequent days and week that led me that led to me finding out my CPU is bottlenecking my GPU. Told you. This leads to my Jaren question for you guys wasn't. today. Uh, I don't remember what I said. I believe you, you, said, it, you said it was fine. I said it probably it's is fine, but it's bottlenecking. When do you decide to upgrade your gaming PC? I'm debating on moving from my current 5600X to a 5800X 3D to Ooh. buy me some time. So, so that's a until cool. I. Until I have to do a future MOBO slash CPU upgrade, should I do just the CPU now or save some money and take advantage of upcoming sales to snag more current models such as AM5 boards and chips in the future? So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you answer this, Tony, we got to put a stipulation on this, right? Tony and Jaron They upgrade needlessly. Yeah, they upgrade needlessly all How the time. You? So let's answer this <laughs> question. How I have a last-gen CPU guy, That's all right? right? Me too. But you, but you want that new one, right? Oh, oh, so well, bad. Yeah. I, I came this close a couple months there you ago. Go. That's, uh, that's <laughs> point so, new, The new GPU comes out and bam, they have it. Okay, oh, yeah. the GPU, is, GPU, an, no the, the GPU is an exception because lately the the advances in performance that's gen true. on gen for the GPU have been massive. That's true. Absolutely you know, you, you, huge. you jumped on the 4090 because of those percentages. Remember, I remember you saying, mm-hmm. it's just probably not going to be that big. And then the 4090 percentages over the 30... 90 were insane huge like just like just like 75 to 100 percent uh or uh, like was it was it 100 percent in some games without dlss like it It was was just absolutely massively huge jump so anyway i'm actually cpu bound in 4k because of that gpu yeah same many games same so so back to argo sport and uh do that 5800 x3d upgrade for sure um, it should slot right into your motherboard, and that is going to be a huge upgrade because you're going to add two more cores, and those cores will be on the same chiplet, so there won't be any inner, uh, infinity fabric lag, 
and you're going to get the X3D uh, V-Cache. So even though it's within the same generation, your uplift is going to be quite large moving to that chip. And you can usually find those for like 300 bucks now, like really affordable. Are they on the, the, and those are on the AM4 chip? Uh, socket? That's AM4, yeah, that's oh. on the AM4 socket. So If you want to go full crazy, though, and you have some disposable income, the 7800 X3D. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's great, too. Yeah. So that's where, I mean... Jaron and I both have 5900Xs, but not none of the sweet 3D V-cache. And so this is where the actual um, thinking about what I, if I'm going to upgrade or not. And for a CPU, uh, when you do the CPU, you're almost always going to be new RAM, new motherboard, all of that. So it really, in my opinion, has to be worth the uptick in perform or have an uptick in performance. It makes it worth the cost. And to me, it's I, I think the numbers I look for are about 30%. I need a 30% uptick for it to make it worth it. And the 5900 to like the 7900 was like a 15 to 20% uptick. Uh, and so it just, I decided, meh, I wasn't going to yeah, worry 7800X3D, though, is a bit well, higher than that. Well, yeah, there a when new you, when, Intel so, chip coming out, too, pushing on that issue? Like, you're going to get a new socket, go over back to the Intel socket? Isn't there a new... No, I, I don't think I will, because AMD just has a much better history of supporting mm. a socket for, for a longer, longer period generations, of time. Yeah. So you don't have to upgrade the motherboard and the RAM every time if you are if you're, have a system that's supported for longer, so... Yeah, the 7800X3D is a significant upgrade over the 5900X, but the other factor is, since I play in 4K, I'm very rarely CPU-bound. It does happen sometimes, but pretty rarely. Um, unless you own all the games I bought this year, you're probably not going to be cpu True, true as well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, stupid PC releases this year. Um, got another email from Cody Labucane. He says, hey, guys, Cody Labucane here. Yo. Uh, just checking in since I haven't talked to you all in a while. I made the decision to delete all my social media to better improve my mental health. It That's has wise. done one wonders for me. Nice. Very Game-wise, I've been playing through Starfield and Lies of P, both amazing experiences. I'm tempted to try Lies of P. That's on I Game miss Pass. You all. Yeah, I know. Tony, I'm going to need a big hug when I decided to bring my depressed butt down to a Geek Show movie event. Geek Show movie event! What are they, every third? Second. Those are fun. I've been to can't, one. No, I can't remember. Third. Third week. Every third Saturday of hmm. the month. Do you guys like oh, is that the end of the email? Oh. oh. Well, thanks nice. for writing in, Cody. Got one from Lang Arcadesters. There are a number of amazing cosplayers and 3D print icons that I follow on social media. In my house, we have an entire wall dedicated to prints we have gotten from conventions, and now we are looking into getting items that are like props we can make or find online for more decoration. So ask each of you if you could decorate an area of your home with props slash memorabilia from a gaming franchise, which one would it be? Uh, no, Owen, you can't do Minecraft. For me, it could be a Mega Man <laughs> or Overwatch, but my wife will want Star Wars. Mm. Also, I have a request. Can we have you all turn your cameras around and show everyone your setup? Not right now. Oh, it's way too lame. messy right now. I would, but my camera is, like, hard-fastened to my desk. There's just, there's, there's cans over my desk and sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah, same here, dude. Dishes, it's bad news. It's bad. They, my camera, I, my laptop camera, camera came on last week for a minute in the pre-show. And I saw Jaron lose 
whatever respect he had left for me vanished. Well, I didn't want to say this, I know. but you have the small sliver on, on the right you side of your screen. You can see that laundry detergent and crap. I yeah. I know. I usually yep. I usually do this. So you guys can't. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. There you go. <laughs> I know that fun. that was offending you. To it see, was. to see that. So, Jaren's the only one that has a clean desktop right now. I think <laughs> mine's mine's desk. Mine's clean at times. Mine's not like terrible it. right now, but I like it's a right clean now it's desktop. Bad. Great. Okay, how I'll many how what? many cans are on your desk, Lando? Right now, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Right now is all six. If you can get that one. Hey, same yeah, here. Six. Why would you not count one? <laughs> oh, seven. There's seven over there. Uh, this one's and this one's inside of a, a koozie. Uh, yeah, that still oh. counts though. Yep. I'll tell you what, why don't we should all um, clean up our desks, except for Jaren, it's already clean, and take pictures and post them in the on the Discord. Ooh, I'm in mean, my system's right like. there. So just just there you go. So that's Owen's way yeah. of saying, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to clean for, my desk. I don't want to <laughs> clean my desk. I don't want to show you my setup. There it is. Then just uh, a picture, put a fat person behind the keyboard, and the, there you go. All right. Was there another question in there? Yeah. What gaming franchise uh, props slash memorabilia would we put on our wall? Oh. Uh, I mean, I got my Halo one, so. Yeah, Halo, Halo would be a Halo 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 Halo's good, good one. Zelda's good, Fallout 4 is probably on the list. Yeah. What about Borderlands, Tony, and all the special editions that you bought with all the swag in there? I only bought one special edition, actually, Borderlands 3. I didn't buy Tiny Tina's. Uh, Wonderlands special edition because after buying Borderlands three special edition, I realized I don't do anything with it and it just sits there uh, in a box. Zelda. And Cyberpunk, I did and Cyberpunk's Cyberpunk. too. Yeah, could resist. Zelda would be cool. The Sword and Shield, maybe some other stuff from there. Zelda's got a lot of cool memorabilia. Yeah, you print even. I mean, Borderlands would be a good one though because it's got a lot of style. So it it looked. I think it looks cool. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably go. With, can we just count Nintendo as a franchise? <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> sure. in general. Sure. I'm gonna go Mario. with that. All the classics: Mario, Metroid, Zelda. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Perfect. Everyone knows my answer already, so I'm not gonna get into it. Lame. Uncharted, 100. Yeah. Oh. Uncharted, because I would want like a. Uh, what like a map? Like you have with like archaeological finds <laughs> everywhere. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. All right, thanks for writing in, Lang. Let's and see. And Lando is drunk or something. Mm. I don't know. He's not answering. What? I answered. I said, <laughs> I said Zelda or Fallout 4. Yeah, he said, yeah. He gave answers. You did? Yeah, he did. Halo. I'm the drunk one. Jaren, you're the drunk one. I feel drunk. Mm. I feel sick. All right, let's uh, get into some gaming news. Um, Ugh. Let's start with uh, not, not the gaming news. That's how I feel. Just for, oh, just oh okay, clear. good. <laughs> Let's start with an update on the Unity situation. Mm. There's good. more updates. <laughs> yep. Yes. Nice. Yes. The CEO is out. Womp womp. This is their sacrificial. Yeah. This is their sacrificial employee. Yeah. Pretty good sacrifice too. Thank CEO. goodness. Yeah, the CEO who used to be the CEO of EA back in their dark days. Yeah, um, I don't John feel bad Rich for this guy getting Oh. Blue. Yeah, uh, John Ricciatello. Um, it was announced that he resigned as CEO that very day, the day it was announced. And uh, developers are crying aloud in joy. Um, some, some of them are saying uh, we, we still can't trust Unity because the board 
approved some of these major decisions and the CEO reports to the board. Um, So it really depends on who they hire next and that will speak volumes. I think. Well, Well, I hear Jim Ryan's uh, looking for a job. So (laughs) he was the CEO of Sony that just retired. Sony entertainment. I mean, crazy. That was Jim Ryan, right? Um, That would, do you feel like that's, do you feel like that's the power of the customer base of the public? Or do you feel like, like I just he doubled down on it and that means the board doubled down on it like uh, but when you're him who already has a history of yeah poopy shady practices with ea yeah right and then i mean perception is reality and if everyone perceives your product as chintzy and bad because of the decisions that were just recently made then, then it is. Yeah. I wonder you know? how many canaries, I wonder how many people blew the whistle and said, this is going to be so terrible. And they were like, no, nah, the people just get used to it. You'll see. Reddit just yeah. Reddit just did yeah. theirs. They got away with it, you know? Which you I know? still can't believe. Everyone's just quieted down about yeah. Reddit's uh, yeah. changes. They, they, they just like, all gave up. Yeah, they're like, Reddit <laughs> did it. So, you know, we'll get away Ugh. with it. And now I just wonder well. how many people were like, because this is the, done the problem with damage the problem you. with this is developers have many other choices than that, Unity. True. That's also yeah, that's a good it, point. It's it's hard to yeah. change mid game while you're creating it, but it's not nearly as hard to change when you have a brand new game to make. Right. Yeah. Um, their their stock their stock price went down twenty two percent since Ooh. the pricing wow. announcements. That'll do it. Even um, after even after the the walk back, did they did they recover? Yeah. Even after the walk Ooh. back. Um, they their price was nearly at two hundred dollars per share at the end of twenty twenty one. Was it right it now? Really? At, right now it's at thirty dollars per share. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Wow. Now that was at the end of twenty twenty one, so that's two yeah. years of declines. But on that the, the economy with... has not gone down that much. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, does that the, line the, up the with rest when, of the market? I mean, does that yeah. line up with when what's his name became CEO? No, like, he's been, been CEO for decline? like six or seven years. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. When when Unity went public, he was CEO. So it's it's gone up and it's gone down a lot. Yeah, geez, wow. It debuted at fifty two dollars per share, so it's it's below its debut price. Oof. All right, well there you go. Uh, let's continue talking about failures. Lord of the uh, Rings, Gollum. Uh, Ooh, it's a game that Tony loves to bash on. I do, for some reason, and I don't really know why, except for maybe I'm just a bad person. So No, because you know that I love Lord of the Rings, and you think I love Gollum because of that. And so you just want to... I think it was more because you thought it was going to be good because of your love of Lord of the Rings. I did not think it was going to be good. I was hoping it was going to be good. There's a big difference I think you were sure that it was going to be good. Yeah, I remember that too. I remember. See? Three to one. The same thing you say whenever there's an Uncharted game or a Star Wars game coming out. You do the same type of thing. You're like, it's going to be good. It looks so... I'm so excited. It's... it's, And then when it's crap, you're like, I just thought it was... Oh, crap. (laughs) I don't do that. I don't, you, do I don't that know. you want the vein to pop out, and I, I know it. I think you do. <laughs> Why is Gollum getting another spotlight so, here? Yep, Gollum is back. <coughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum is back in the news for two reasons. Well, three, actually. Three. Kind of. It all kind of uh, culminated recently, though. First off, you remember the apology letter that they, uh, they announced, that, like, I don't know, a week after they released the game, how they were sorry that it was put out in such a state and blah, blah, blah. 
Well, yeah. it's it's uh, coming to light that it looks like that was a <laughs> that was an apology letter written by ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, and that's the how, least. How do they know awesome. though? Uh, let's see, well, there's another article right here, and it says, according to a new report, the Lord of the Rings Gollum's infamous apology letter is written by AI tool ChatGPT. Remember, ChatGPT had a tool that you could check that against, and other companies. Yeah, were but doing we that as well. it was. We also found out that was inaccurate. Yeah, most, yeah. Of, the, yeah, most of the time. So multiple former. Datalik developers were interviewed for the report. Oh. Uh, Game 2 adds that the infamous uh, apology wasn't actually written by the team, but by publisher Nacon. So it wasn't even the dev team that did it. The <laughs> publisher dra had had uh, ChatGPT draft it up and then uh, send it out. So so sure? you, you can't like blame a birthday the card where everybody just puts their name on it. They're like, hey. Yeah, exactly. It was like, put your Perfil, name Sign this it is Perfil and Marketing. <laughs> Uh, you want to put your name on it? And it's like, yeah, I guess. Who's sure. Bill? <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sign it. There's cake in the break room. <laughs> yep. So there was that. That was the that was the least crazy of the stories recently about it. Second one is um, the funniest, and the headline is is uh, really good. Uh, dang it, it wasn't on this one though, but the, the headline I read on another article was there's not enough people playing Lord of the Rings Gollum to create a fellowship. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> because because the average user count for that game over the last month per day was 3.2 users no. playing that game per day oh. on Steam. Wow. Not 3.2 like K or just three, three point two. just three point two. So three of the devs forgot to log out after <laughs> doing their UAT like their testing for the patch. So yeah, that's that's where that game's at right now. It's in September. Average player count was three point two. Uh, now the 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 bad news coming out of it is it looks like uh, there are some pretty disturbing allegations, according to a new report, about how awful Datalik was treating their employees during the development of this game. Tons of crunch, tons of unpaid overtime, um, a lot of uh, having uh, interns do long developing hours and making them do that uh, sort of work just way out of their like, I uh, purview. You, I guess you get what you pay for. Yeah, and the, uh, the game itself was given a really low budget for the amount of uh, marketing and stuff that was trying to push it as a triple A game. It was only budgeted for uh, just shy of $16 million to develop the game. Isn't a typical triple A like 22 now, right now? Uh, way more than that. Typical triple oh, like A game now, hundreds, hundred, million, hundred or oh, hundreds really? of million. Wow, yeah. That's way this is This is like, this is, this is barely or right around double A game cost, you know? And uh, don't Gosh. get me wrong, there are plenty of games out there that have been made for a lot less than fifteen point nine million that have been really good, really, yeah. really good games. But the the point is, they they start they pushed this as you know the next big Lord of the Rings game, and uh, well, it wasn't. It was not. So there you go. That's that's the latest Oof. Lord of the Rings Gollum news. And uh, not not great. There's a reason Datalik uh, is uh, been shut down. So. Feel bad for those developers. I do, big time. 
All right. Um, let's see. What do you want to talk about next? Owen, you got a story here. It's about uh, Minecraft, of all about things. Minecraft. <laughs> let's I play, go. I play two <laughs> games right now, and I really only play one, but I used to play Minecraft. Um, That's right. So, you know, I think it was last week or the week before. I don't really remember. I lose, I'm losing a bunch of time because I'm not sleeping because of Baldur's Gate 3. I was wrong in this last now one, we're too. Talking. Last um, week. Yeah, they, they changed it. So the three, the three mobs are a crab, an armadillo, and a penguin, right? Yeah, I, and, I said crab, ar- arm- I said crab penguin and seagull yeah so uh and every every big release they vote for this right it's a big mob mm-hmm. they call it the mob vote and everybody gets it dr- the thing is it drums up a lot of social media it, it, you know, yeah you know it does it brings a community together and this the generation there's they're sick of it they don't want it they're like hey this is horrible you're teasing you know basically the the people that don't win the vote would like oh. their they don't like it they don't they like that they, they don't like that yep. they don't win and so they're they're like you you have these assets that you create and they just get teased and then they never get added to the game and it's just horrible and we don't like it we want all of them we want you to commit to putting <laughs> we want you to commit to adding three new mobs every big release and not have us fight it out over one and whatever um that's funny but they want they want to they want to end and they also want to end the mob vote. No more, no more mob vote. But I mean, in a marketing world, if James were here, he'd say the, the mob vote has been amazing for them to keep them relevant. Yeah. Uh, if they do tons of marketing around it, I mean, it's the same thing Mountain Dew does with their new flavors you vote on, right? Like yep. they're not that great all the time. But the vote on them, like competing and like picking your winner. Yeah. Well, you they know? don't even do voting anymore. I don't think they just they just look at social media and see what people like. Because I haven't I haven't seen any voting since what is it, what they call that do duocracy yeah or whatever that was like four or five four, years ago yeah right true now they just release a new now they don't vote anymore they just re- release and maybe that's the way they just yeah. re- release about three new flavors a year anyway and they're like yeah. the voting thing didn't work I don't know but it works really well for marketing especially for a game as old as Minecraft like staying relevant staying up there you know, is, is important for them to, to keep interest. Yeah, in and I game. think part of this too, is that the devs for Minecraft put a lot of work into their, into the game, right? They don't just add things willy nilly. They like, I was listening to a podcast about it once where some devs were talking about, it, and they're like, how do we make this feel like Minecraft? How do we make this do work in the Minecraft way? And so like every big release comes with a ton of new features they all have to be like accounted for and there's and then they all have to like how does this thing interact with this thing and like there's just so much to work to do when you add anything to the game right so part of this is like it would be a ton of work to add all three mobs yeah. not just one right it would yeah. be a ton of work so don't get me wrong i'm all for all three mobs i think they're amazing right but like from a game developer standpoint like it's a lot of work right i think what they're like well they they believe in this and historically this is the way it's been they haven't put the other mobs in right so like People no. that are super into the crab and the crab doesn't win, they're like, I'll never see the crab. And now, well, and, and the and thing about the mobs no this crab. time around, they give you they give the players some special abilities. Right. Right? The crab the crab allows you to place blocks farther away. The penguin increases boat speed and the armadillo does something with armor. I think. Arm, I the armadillo lets you make wolf armor. That's my vote, by the way. What's your it doesn't vote? make my, sense. It makes Wouldn't you, it be called armadillo armor? It makes it I think it's the the parts once you harvest the once you kill an armadillo or whatever 
I think I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the fence between the armadillo and the crab because placing blocks farther away would also be very cool. It would be, especially for building large structures. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they want it. They want it all. They want. They want all the mobs. They don't want this. Them. They don't want to have the this be a thing anymore. Well, so. there's two easy answers to this, in my opinion. Well, okay, one of them's not that easy, which would be put all three in uh-huh. every time. Uh, but you could do it in a way that it's a staged rollout. Right. You're voting for which one comes first, which yes. one comes second, yeah. which so one that's comes what, third. I that, yeah. Or have a three mob vote every release, and then whichever one wins gets put in that time, and then next big release, the two losers come back and they add another one in, and you vote on those three, which has two from the remaining. So you might they reduces might be able to work get... right because you've already done a lot of the work for the uh, for the other two losers. So then yeah. every big release, the the, the Minecraft team, it, I mean, it, it, it and there's does... still a chance for you to get the one you want mm. just next time. Yeah, how often do they do big releases? Every year, every year, yeah. Oh, just once a year. Yeah. Once a year, they have a big release. Yeah. Oh, that's not very often. Yeah, that's why I like the that's why I like the rolled release, like you were talking about. That'd be cool. Like, which one comes first, and then they want release one yeah, per they, quarter because they do have they could totally smaller. Do that. They do have a bunch of smaller patches and fixes and things throughout the year. Mm-hmm. That just here's the, the update, update that has the number two mob. The, that the was major voted. update comes with new biomes and stuff like that as well. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. All right. Let's, it's time. It's time to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So I've finished it. Wake me up in an hour, please. Jaren, you are going to love this because you need to buy this game. It is. Great. I will eventually. Oh. I, I beat it two days ago. Nope. Yesterday. I beat it yesterday as of this recording. It's hard to. Good for you, Tony. 130.8 hours. Wow. To complete the game. I think I did all but two side quests, and they were side quests that I looked at and I said, I don't like that character, so I'm not going to do that side quest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and part of it is, too, by the time I got to about 120 hours, I'd gotten to the point where I was like, okay, I want to see what the ending is, and uh, just you know, finished up the side quests I was actively working on and went to the, and went to the boss. So, uh, final review, what did I give it? A 9.8 before, I think. I'm sticking with a 9.8. There's still some weird bugs. Yeah, um, for sure. And the thing I've noticed the most is as the game goes, and I don't know if it's because the back third of the game has been released uh, a lot in a, a lot shorter time span than the front two-thirds of the game because it was an early access game, or if maybe they have something that doesn't, do work quite right when you have a game that goes that long and has that much information to contend with all the time as the information builds up from save to save. Uh, But either way, by the time I got to the end, there was some fairly noticeable glitches and bugs that uh, didn't ruin the effect by any means, but it just showed it wasn't as polished as like the first and second act. So it's a shame the game isn't so good that it transcends the technical problems that it has. It's still fun to play. Even there's no game that there's no game that does that, Jaren. Wrong, Elden Ring. Incorrect. That is that is false. Nope. Um, (laughs) Says the person who's never played it. Not yet. I'm waiting for it to come down to thirty dollars, then I'll pick it up. It's getting close. I saw it on sale the other day for thirty six. Anyway, I'll I'll give you six dollars. How about that? Hmm. Let's talk after. Uh, 
Nope, it's the principle of it. it has to be 30. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, 9.8. Just a fantastic game. Once you get over the uh, learning curve, takes that learning curve is – it will take – if you're familiar with Larian games, it'll probably take you an hour to get over the learning curve or less. But if you're not familiar with that kind of gameplay, it's a solid three to five hour tutorial style mentality to get over that. Oof. And, and there's still – uh, even though I put 130 hours into the game, there's still stuff that I'm just like, I, want, I bet I could probably do that better with my character and be more effective. Yep. Um, one of my one of my complaints, and I've read about this several times online, different articles interviewing the devs. The level cap is 12, and you can't go above 12. And I hit 12 halfway through Act Three, so the whole back half of act three i didn't feel like i was like really progressing my character at all because right, i couldn't do anymore out. yeah you couldn't get any more so did was, you ever recast your cover character and just go talk to withers and withers yeah i did it twice just to see what i what i could do different uh one of the first time i did keep it because i'd done a multi a multi-class of rogue and sorcerer and i decided to just go full rogue and so i got rid of the sorcerer stuff and went full rogue and then the other one i I redid it to see if I could um, continue leveling if I didn't have everything on one class. So I could have like a level six rogue and like a level eight sorcerer or something, which is higher than 12. But no, it's a hard cap for the character at 12, not the class, which is kind of a bummer. Um, if Does you that ask me. follow D&D &D conventions? So yes, and that's why they have to have it that way. Uh, okay. The level cap, but but it's not because the level cap is twelve in the D and D five E rules. It's twenty, but the problem is, is there's aspects of the story that would change significantly if a character got access to spells and things above level twelve. So like, there's a character uh, that you think is going to die, right? For, like almost right after you meet them, you they have they have a ticking clock on them, right? But there's a there's a spell, a healing spell above level twelve, that canonically in D and D five e you could cast on them and it would solve the problem and that would be the end of their their storyline. Oh, I'm fixed now. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more no more looming problem for me. So that's why they uh, didn't go above level twelve. And then it was also would interfere with the game mechanics quite a bit with the way the the power levels up after that. They said, but anyway. Yeah, so 130 hours to do almost a 100% run. Pro I probably did 98% of everything you could do in the game, maybe 97. And uh, 9.8, just absolutely phenomenal, fantastic it just uh, fantasy branches. game. It branches. It's it's like play your own adventure, um, truly. Like, and yeah. when I, you know, when you dabble in dev work, if you do, like you understand gates and if thens and all the different branching things that a choice can do and uh -huh. when you feel when you when you build in a game you have to build for those choices right and that's why you have three five options typically but Baldur's gate lets you build choice upon choice character upon character who talks to who like if you use the disguise spell you get different branches of of cinematics you know we were what did we talk about 190 hours or something of cinematics wasn't it something yeah. crazy like that? And you probably and didn't not watch all the, those. You no, know, it's but, not because the game is 190 no. hours long. It's because there's like 
10 they, versions of mm-hmm, the same cinematic exactly. with slight with variances different in it, you and know? different different voice cues and like all different lines like it's 17 17,000 permutations mm-hmm. of the ending that you can get yeah. i mean very slight permutations like, but still like we talked about crazy. before you and i are playing a very different game oh, right like, so different like i'm just i am robbing and thieving my way through this game <laughs> Through through, I'm in act one and I have so much gold. I don't even know what to do with because all I do is rob the blind, rob the vendors until they have nothing left and, and then rob the gold and and then take their gold. And then, and then I realized I don't need to do that. I'll just steal all their gold and then use that gold to buy the stuff that would only have to steal steal the gold back and then steal the gold back. (laughs) Yeah. Play through this game. I'm just like, this is. This is pure Owen right here. And that's like why, can, and and that's hmm. why half of your characters have left you. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I save scummed that. Oh, you save scummed that. that. I realize. I realize. There's a thing that if you don't do, if you don't, if you don't talk to your other members of your party about before you do it, they just bail on you. Yeah. And um, oh, okay. And I know so exactly. I, I, so yeah. I talked to them like you suggested when we talked, and now they got now they've got the things. They got yep. the the brain things. So. There's a review on Steam that says cheaper than heroin with the same crippling effect. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I would agree. I'm gonna with go that. check my hours right now. See how long I've played because there's there's definitely the level the the time that the game thinks you've played. And yeah, the guy, and well, the time I mean. that Steam thinks you've played. Exactly. My Steam time is 130 hours. Yeah. My game save is like 85. Yeah. You know, eight. That's, well, that's 90. your save scum. That's your yep. save save scum deficit. 40 hours of save scum deficit. <laughs> yep. Because I never left it wow. running and walked yeah. away. No. No. Because, well, I mean, there are times when I when I play, a, like I'd be playing and I'd, I'd do a fight or a combination of fights, and that would be like two hours to get yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. And either I'd die near the end or I'd use yeah. all my resources or something by the end of it. And I'm like, I can't do this. I have to fight all of this again because I can't come out like that at the end. And so I oh. do. And oh, it, and. I, it, Holy cow. It's still fun though. Like I still say, enjoy there's it. There's this place when you're fighting some goblins where there's a bunch of barrels. Do you remember all the fire barrels, that whole room? Yes. I yes. I stole every single one of those. And I took <laughs> them and I went out and fought the, the goblins that attack uh-huh. the cove. And I was like, okay, I see where they're all gonna come up now. I see where they're gonna appear. Barrel, and barrel, I went and put barrel. barrels just and I just <laughs> fired one arrow. Yep. And it just oh. and it just carpet. Oh, blasted the entire i killed a character that you can recruit to your party like mintra i killed her killed her good (laughs) blew her to pieces so here's the crazy thing i read an article yesterday says you can get her without being bad yes yeah she is a terrible terrible character 100 dark side and the only way you can recruit her is if you're dark side too but there is a way to do it so that you can recruit her and still be a good guy. And that's how up, crazy, I, that's how crazy this game is. Yeah. Like, and it's even done in a way that Larian was like, I we didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. This guy, look at this guy. Look at this guy. So anyway, yeah, I could gush about Baldur's Gate forever, but let's move along. Okay. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Owen, oh, what what are your thoughts on it for the time you've played? You know, I haven't gotten into a game 
for a long time. Like I haven't played through an RPG for a long time. I just go waste some time on Halo shooting people, like whatever. That's my gaming. I have totally fallen in on this game all yep. in. Like 9.8 is right on par for me. There's some things where I'm like, mm, you can tell that they like I don't know if it's the AI trying to figure out, but like sometimes when I cast invisibility, the boss can tell I'm there but it doesn't oh. know how to get me. And so it sits there thinking through all these different, like, how <laughs> yeah. do I, I, I can, I can see him, but the rules yeah. say I can't attack him. And right. so, and so you'll sit there and like, wait for it to choose sometimes wait like for 30, its turn, 40 seconds. Like, yep. and then also I did see like, that a couple yeah, times. So like, there's some stuff like that that you're like, eh, but all, all in all for me, I don't know if it's, I'm a good, I'm a good metric cause I'm kind of getting back into it. And so I don't play as much, but for me, I, I love the game. It's so much fun. Yep. Like, especially all the choices, all the different branching things that you can do. I am having, it does give me a little anxiety. Like, did I do that the way that Jaren would? Like, you know, like, <laughs> what would Jaren do? In a good way, right? Well, that would worry me in too. In a stressful way, but in a, yeah, but in a perfectionist way. Would, yeah, so that's know, why I, that's when Jaren plays this, is he going to mock me? Because I've given him a lot of crap about the teddy bear and, <laughs> and the guitar. And, and the guitar. <laughs> And I can't, I can't afford that emotionally. So, well, and that was, I, I know I am 100% positive that I'm going to play through this again, at least one more time and as play like as like class. a magic user yeah. character or something. And that was another reason why I skipped the last, those last two side quests. Cause I was just like, I'll just do them on my next playthrough. You know, I've put enough, I've put enough time into this playthrough. It's time to finish it up. So yeah. Baldur's Gate 3. Mm, mm, so good. All right, Jaron, tell us about the new PS5 Slim. This it's was like a, a PS5, but slim. This came Ooh. out of nowhere today. Yeah. Uh, so it's still huge. Yep. It it's a bit smaller than, than the PS5, which is like the biggest console ever. Um it they reduced volume by more than 30% and re reduced weight by 24%. It's pretty good. Um yeah, pretty good. But again, when it's the biggest console ever, it, it's now still it's normal big. size. Yeah, <laughs> they should. That's um, what they should call it. PS Five Normal, not PS Five yeah. Slim. Yeah, <laughs> normal. So similar to last time, there's an all digital version and then a version with a disc drive. But the uh, the 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 thing about the disc drive is it, you can remove it. Um, so you can buy the digital edition, spend eighty dollars, and add on the disc drive if you want. Um, that's actually pretty cool uh, from like a preservation perspective because if yeah. your disk drive breaks, you know, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, it'd be a lot easier to repair that compared to a standard console. Um, so the digital version starts at $450, which is a $50 increase over the original digital yeah. version, which That's is kind of odd. Not great. Yeah. Well, I raising prices i guess so maybe not odd um no it is it odd may... because usually as a console gets older the prices come down yeah usually um not with the quest 2 though that's true if you remember that yeah um so th this makes uh xbox a, a, the series s a little bit more uh alluring compared to the playstation 5 digital um so 450 for the digital 500 for the included disk drive, mm -hmm. but like I said earlier, you can spend 450 and then add the $70 disk drive, which is a bit more overall later down the road. Other say. than that, though, it's just a standard PS5. Yeah, just get the disk drive one. Spend the 50 bucks up front. Get the disk drive one. It, it's 
it's better if you ask me the other thing that they did add too is instead of 825 gigabytes of internal ssd storage it is now a full one terabyte you can add one more AAA game that's right still uses nvmes to uh up to upgrade your storage for the secondary drive which is great so yeah kind of cool kind of out of left yeah. field but good to see yeah and this definitely isn't anything that with those that already have a ps5 that they should upgrade this i wouldn't is, yeah yeah nope don't even worry about it yep all right uh activision blizzard the purchase of that is is looks like it's close. coming to a close in the next couple weeks here and people are already bugging them hey when are we gonna see modern warfare 3 and diablo 4 and these games on game pass and Activision Blizzard actually uh, released something about it on X or Twitter, and basically said, uh, "Well, uh, don't don't hold your breath for Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 3 or Diablo 4. Not going to happen this year, at the uh, for sure. Mm. But just, maybe some other games. Yeah, just just think of the like the money they can see printing though. Like, yep. hold, I'm sorry, we can't this year. We're installing our money printing, yeah, um, printers." So. And it, you know, I would be surprised if Call of Duty is, I don't know, that would break from tradition though. So, because currently any first party game comes to Game Pass on day one. And that's kind of been one of the big, big selling points of Game Pass. But I could see them making an exception for Call of Duty every year and put in like a three month lag time or something on it so that they could sell more copies of the money. game print their money basically and then once they've sold it to all the people they know that are going to be early adopters for it they could put it on game pass but that's just me speculating i you know maybe they'll just make an early access to... tier on game pass that you can you can do yeah maybe yeah like a call of duty add-on mm -hmm. tier or something mm -hmm. you know for an extra two bucks a month get all the call of duty games or call it xbox xbox premium ultimate premium or ultimate X. Something like they'll, that. Put a, they'll put a letter on there yep so there you go don't hold your breath for those games but we might be seeing some other less new or less uh less money-making games on this year did, after uh, the close did the ftc challenge them again recently and lost i thought they did so they did but it wasn't in a way that would um it was either not in a way that would impede the close or it wouldn't happen before the date for them to close would happen. So okay. basically, however, whatever it was, I can't remember exactly what it was. It it wouldn't affect them enough to stop them from closing on the deal. It's maybe a post mortem a thing where like, okay, if this does go through, you got to chat this yeah. or something. I don't know. Maybe. Speaking of speaking of Diablo Four, though, it is coming to another platform. Steam on October seventeenth, nice. which is one week from now, uh, from as of this recording. Um, That's good. News I for us. I hope this is the beginning of the end of BattleNet. Wow, that would be right. Yeah, because uh, when Microsoft bought uh, Bethesda, they Zenimax. killed the Beth they killed the Bethesda launcher, which, <laughs> which was that was a was mercy horrible. killing. It was. Oh man, yeah. they old yellered that. <laughs> the Bethesda launcher was such garbage, just trash. BattleNet's not that bad. It's just annoying. No, it BattleNet at least works. Yeah, from a functionality launcher doesn't yeah from a functionality perspective battle net's fine but it's only got like eight games on it you know just yeah put the yeah. games on uh, steam 
Is StarCraft yeah. I don't mind. Two on Steam? I don't or? mind. I don't think I don't, so. Yeah, still in Battle.net. And... Yeah. I don't mind other stores like, of course, GOG, Epic. That I, I think that's fine. But for publishers to have their own store that only has their own games, horrible. Yeah, I, I feel I, the I same. I just hate those. Same way about Rockstar's game launcher. It's stupid. Just yeah. poopy. Yep. If you're going to have a store, have other stuff on it too. But anyway, there you go. And last but not least... Uh, we have uh, Jaron taking a peek at, uh, well, I guess not really taking a peek. He found an article yeah, on a cool-looking third-party controller. I, You know how third-party controllers back in the day were always just trash? Third-party controller. You would always give your friend the crappy the mad, controller. The, the mad cats. Your, your friends always <laughs> got the mad cats, you know? That's right. Yep. Yep. Nowadays, the third-party controllers are, like, usually the good ones, like, especially with 8-Bit Do. Um well, others. <laughs> certain companies of third-party yeah, controllers yeah. do a really um, good job. Of course, there's there's still crappy ones out there. Yeah. But uh, this one from GameSir looks uh, particularly interesting to me because it's cheap, for one. It starts at $40 um, for the standard model and then $50 for their pro model. Mm. But it has Hall Effect triggers and Hall Effect joysticks. Nice. And these are the sensors that don't wear down over time. So Ooh. essentially... This could be your one and only controller for as long as you want to keep it without worry of it breaking down. Um, so the Cyclone Pro, which is the one I would get for 50 it has Xbox-style layout, whereas the $40 version is Nintendo-style layout. Um, but the Pro version comes with a dongle. It also connects over Bluetooth um, as well as over USB-C. Um, but the Pro version also has more vibration sensors, and it has it in the joysticks, similar to an Xbox controller, um, as well as the gamepad. But uh, Hall Effect sensors are usually more accurate. Um, they don't wear down, and no. for fifty dollars, that's that's a good price. I you should I've never it. heard of you should buy this and review it, man. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I'll do it. Maybe um, Owen. Owen's game, gonna do it. I need one. I've never heard of Game Sir, so I mean. Who knows? But the, the specs, the specs are good. They're When's on Amazon now, I think. It says they're on it... Amazon now. I think. Yeah, they're on Amazon. Okay, right you now. can review it this quarter. I'll send you. I'll send you the monies. I'll do it right now. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. Upcoming review for that. And uh, I almost put this on the notes, but I decided not to. Sony. Uh, well, well, maybe I'll talk about it next week. Sony has sent out stuff for reviewers to preview those Sony earbud. Uh, gaming earbuds. Mm. Oh man, they look tantalizing. Anyway, really, really, yes, really, yes. All right, let's see. Before we end, let's have a big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers. Yay. If you donate six dollars a month or more, you get a shout out on the episode. Jaron has that for us right now. Thanks to David Broshinsky, Connor Keyson, with Football Tony, our tech daddies. James's Gameses, Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old, Travis Johnson, check out the new Baldur's Gate 3 custom tech stickers on Pyman Graphics on Etsy, Jeremy, No Name, No Color, Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Nathan Motzkus, Matt Nelson, y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok, me, speechless like a Japanese video game, dot, 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 Josh D, Dick Messerly, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, I can make Jaren say anything for six bucks, Ryan M, and Adam Hecht. All right, thank you so much, Patreon backers. That's it. Thanks for downloading us, watching us on YouTube, streaming us, whatever you had to do to listen or see us. We appreciate that. And until next week, Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care. <laughs> <laughs>